It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. If you're listening into my channel for the very first time, welcome. Uh, For those of you who know me and love me, welcome back. It's been a hot minute since I had a chance to sit and connect and share with you what's been going on. For those of you who are this is your first time, I love it. I love new subscribers, so please go and hit the button wherever I've decided to put it. Um, for like, love, and subscribe, it really is the best way for um, you to show content creators like myself that you really love what we're doing. Anyway, it's been a hot minute. So 2020 was, I feel like I'm going to put like an emotion con that like blows up here. For me, anyway, 2020's blow up was the thing I needed to set me on my path to be um, truthful for myself. In case you haven't noticed, the podcast name has gone from Create the Ripple to Trust the Niggle, Tell the Truth, Create the Ripple. Reason for that is 2020 really allowed me to finally listen to the niggle, and I kind of wanted to talk about that today. So moving forward, you're going to see a real shift in the way I'm doing the podcast. Um, the podcast is going to be featured mostly here. Um, special thanks also to Divas That Care, their network that choose to carry my podcast. And I'm really grateful for them and the audience that they give me access to. Thank you, Candice Kish and your team. I appreciate you. Um, but I'm going to be fe- featuring it mostly here on YouTube. Um, reason for that is I love the platform. I think it's easy for people to access. So if you like what you see, like, love, subscribe subscribe makes a big difference for those of us who are creating content you're going to see a different energy come from me this year um a whole lot more transparency um truth it's an interesting thing i had a a conversation yesterday with a couple of gals about integrity and transparency and trusting the niggle and telling the truth really comes from that so the niggle is my word um thank you to rise sister rise rebecca campbell an amazing woman who's on a mission to share some stuff so if you are a rise sister rise fan give me a high five much love to you um rebecca campbell thank you so much i'll make sure i post some stuff in the bottom um in the comment box so that you can follow her and like her she has had a huge impact on me in my um, um thirst to find the feminine but um so the niggle is really that annoying feeling that you have when you know you should be doing something or could be doing something um something you need to say something you should have said something you could have said something you could be doing i guess a different way to live and it's just subtle some people call it a nudge i call it a niggle because a lot of times it's relatively annoying because you know it's going to disrupt the way that your life currently looks and a lot of us are really comfortable Um, Even if we're uncomfortable, we're comfortable being uncomfortable because better the devil you know than the devil you don't know, right? So the niggle is that annoying feeling that shows up in your life and tells you that you need to be doing something different. Now for us as women, our intuition tends to be pretty high unless we shut it down. Um, And 
2020 started off like most other years. I was in a relationship with a man I loved very, very deeply and really did expect I was going to spend the rest of my life with him. And between the COVID and the pandemic, I guess we should call it, um, and everything else that happened, uh, it ended up just collapsing in on itself. And um, that threw me into a time of intense healing, uh, 14 weeks or so, where I had therapy on Monday. Oh my God, love my therapist. Uh, an emotional balance, um, rather feminine balance coach um, on Thursdays typically. And then throughout the week, I was accessing uh, healers that I know and I love. And I did a post about this on my social media, as well as in my new online publication, Create the Ripple magazine, more on that later, um, which I will feature here for you to go and like and check it out. Um, but I talked about each of the healers that really stepped up in a significant way to help me through that. Basically 14 weeks, I buried my head in the sand. Thank you, mom and dad, for making space and time to take care of my tiny human. And I was able to do some healing that, to be honest, I think was long, long, long overdue that I had always said I would make time for when my life slowed down enough. Of course, as you guys know, life never really slows down. And so, yeah, I emerged from that. And one of the first people I reached out to was a gentleman by the name of Mark. You're going to hear lots about Mark in the future. Mark is, I think he's the love of my life, to be honest. I didn't really expect to talk about this in the first first episode uh, back with you all, but I guess that's where my heart wants us to go today. Um, so I emerged from my cocoon of healing and reached out to someone I knew um, I could just talk to about life and I think somebody I kind of wanted to introduce myself to or reintroduce myself to because I was introducing myself in general to myself. I hadn't really been honest or authentic or transparent up until now in this particular way. And so I guess I should clarify the time period I spent working on myself. I realized that as a woman, I had leaned so heavily into my masculine side of my being um, that I really had lost touch with the gentle, receptive, vulnerable, beautiful, open, receiving, feminine. And I think that that uh, divorce from an element of myself, a, a core element of myself, um, really had an impact on my life. Uh, I'm really grateful for the years that I had where I was leaning heavily into my masculine for the assertiveness and um, some of the key elements of myself that I've developed because of that time period. But I, I really had come to the end of that and I wanted to step more fully into myself and embrace the fullness of myself. And that meant embracing my feminine. And so I emerged ready to reintroduce myself to myself, to be honest, I'm still getting to know myself, but reintroduce myself to, to the world in that way. And, um, my higher self, my intuition, whatever you want to call it, source, set it up so that Mark was available and we got to hang out and wonderfully discovered that he had been spending the last few years really understanding his masculine 
And I, I think it was a really beautiful way to sort of emerge um, from that period of time um, with a new outlook on life and to encounter somebody um, who really held space for me to continue that journey. We spent a summer um, backcountry camping, something I have always wanted to do, but never had the time to do, uh, usually because I was so busy working on my career. <laughs> I've been so career focused for the first 12 years of my life, or for 12 years of my entrepreneurial life, I should say, that I had never allowed myself the time to do this. And so I, I had time. And Mark was a a really wonderful um, guide in that way and we had an opportunity to really get to know each other you want to get to know somebody like really get to know somebody you put on a pair of hiking boots you put 50 pounds on your back and you disappear 20 30 60 K into the wilderness and not only do you get to know yourself on a whole new level but you get to know the people that you go with um, and I was very blessed to have an amazing guide and then partner in that adventure. We did a lot this summer. We went to places like Bird Lake, Flow Lake. Um, where else did we go? We went to the summit. Um, uh, not summit. I always forget this one. Uh, it's up by Jasper. Anyway, I think of it. I'll remember or drop a comment and I'll, I'll comment on where we went. Anyway, stunning experience. And I was saying to a friend of mine yesterday, I said I wasn't sure if it was because I, if you hear background noises because they're working on the house next door. Um, I wasn't sure if it was because I learned how to pack better. <laughs> Thank you to the people who came with us on many of our trips. If that's why it got easier or if I got better in shape or if it's because I let go of so much emotional baggage. In each of these hikes, whether it was, you know, 1500K up, <laughs> uh, you know, or 20K in, there was a moment where I would just feel like I come to the end of myself. And the only other time I really felt like this was the case was when I was in labor with Inara and bringing her into the world where I feel like I came to the end of my own, you know, personal energy. I felt exhausted, I felt tired, but yet whatever was in front of me and whether it was the trail or, you know, more hours of labor, um, there was more to do yet. And realizing that in letting go and surrendering to that, I'm all out of juice and I have nowhere to go and I feel like I'm done, that I actually rediscovered, um, that there was more in the tank, there was, there was more there, that there was more access to myself. And even now as I'm talking about, I feel a vibrancy and energy circling through my body. And so it was a really neat way to go through, you know, grief opened me, grief softened me. My, the mentors and the healers and the coaches I encountered helped me to bring all of that together. And then disappearing uh, really with myself into the wilderness helped to solidify and bring all those pieces um, together. Grief was a powerful um, tool for me to recognize where I was in my integrity and out of my integrity. And as a people pleaser, as somebody who is really interested in a lot of ideas and wants to be involved in cool things, it's been really hard for me to say no for fear of missing out on things. And 
when I was in the grief, I had literally had zero energy for anything or anyone, no matter how good the idea was. Um, if it wasn't true to my own heart and my own passions. So I'm glad for it. Um, I was gonna say, I wish you all that kind of intense grief, but I don't. I wish you all that kind of a experience where you can really tune into yourself, whatever yourself is, and sort of recenter and refocus. The most challenging piece, I think, uh, since re-emerging from this space, has been coming back to the real world and continuing to learn how to function and my feminine versus my outward push of the masculine, you know, learning to invite uh, into ideas that I'm doing and moving from there. Anyway, I have done a little bit of documentation on some of that journey on my Facebook page and I'll post a link here for you to, to go and, and follow along or at least be in the comment box below, description box below. You want some more information on that throughout the summer um i said no to a lot of opportunities and started some new things including what i think maybe you've possibly seen or create the ripple magazine i am now the editor-in-chief of my own online publication <laughs> uh, i meant to write a book that was the plan for 2020 especially after the grief hit i wanted to write a book and experience uh talk about some of my experiences that have brought me to this place and a lot of the healing um, but it was really difficult to sort of bring all the pieces together and then, you know, um, begin to share them with you. So it was interesting to me that the publication happened and the publication has happened because of a number of wonderful individuals. Um, you can check them out. Um, I'll make sure there's a link below. The magazine was started because I got fired from another one long story I will go into that another time another moment of not trusting the niggle and knowing I needed to say no to this opportunity I needed to not be involved in it uh, but didn't find the courage to do so and therefore was you know sometimes the universe um, cuts you off and sets you free so that you can go and do what you're meant to do so we started this online publication and I'm so grateful to the women uh, and men who have come alongside to help make that possible. It was essentially started with one mission, to add value, add value. And to really fill up news feeds and, and give you something positive to read right now with everything, the world being so crazy. So we've had a couple publications uh, at the time of this video. Uh, we are working on our self-love love issue for February. March is going to be about men's issues and mental wellness, two topics I am likely going to explore in a very big way, both in this podcast um, and uh, through other forms of social interaction platforms. Two topics I'm really quite intrigued with always have been, maybe even passionate about, I was saying to Mark yesterday, I said I may have discovered my passion. Interesting, hey? Anyway, if you'd like to go and check that out, we focus on stories to uplift you, we focus on um, advertorials to promote you, and we focus on other stories to inspire, and the idea really is to, if you've got a story or a mission or a product or expertise you wanna share, it's a platform for you to do so, Written word has credibility behind it. 
And so as a passionate connector, I would love to continue to help people to connect with their ideal person, audience, tribe, whatever it is that you're seeking, especially right now where we are having to physically distance. There's no reason to socially distance none. It's about physical distance to keep us all safe, but let's keep on connecting. To be honest, the freedom that I have found through COVID, whether it's because we can't be seeing each other, uh, I'm not losing so much time, that only non-renewable resource, um, it's allowed me to shuffle the cards and reset my life in a way that has freed me up. Uh, beginning of 2020, Zija, the company I had uh, been with for nine years, was an MLM, multi-level marketing company. They went under. Well, no, they went under. They were sold to Isogenics. Not a company I wanted to align with. Nothing against Isogenics. Just not a company I wanted to align my own life with based on my own personal values. And so I went looking for another company. Thankfully, was introduced to very quickly to Modere. Um, and have been building with them ever since. They are an affiliate-based marketing company. Um, they do have an MLM component, but I choose to focus on the affiliate marketing piece. And breaking into the affiliate marketing game uh, has opened up the online world um, for me. And one of definitely one of my passions heading into 2021 is teaching other women. <laughs> how to how to access it there are so many companies out there who offer an affiliate program as part of it so if there's a product that you love and you recommend double check to make sure that there isn't an affiliate option with that company because then you can get paid um unless you're against getting paid for referring products <laughs> some people are like i don't need the extra money anyway that's another topic for another conversation. Anyway, I wanted to just come to you today and sort of reintroduce the podcast, talk about what a niggle is and how we're going to spend a lot more time diving into niggles I ignored, niggles that my guests, you know, ignored and, and we could have been involved in. We're probably going to talk a lot about the magazine um, because I am using the magazine as a way to connect, to keep connecting with audiences and to expand my network, which you all know, if you don't know, networking is such a near and dear topic to my heart. Um, I read the book, The Go-Giver, and thank you, Bob Berg. Bob Berg was actually one of our contributors for our very first value edition of the Create the Ripple magazine. Wrote a brilliant article about adding value. And create or The Go-Giver's book was by far the book that I have based my business, businesses, business philosophy on and around. And so it was such a gift to have him involved. Thank you, sir. Anyway, we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to have guests from that. If you would love to be a guest on an upcoming podcast and sit and chat with me, um, this is the style with which we will approach that. And don't worry about it. I love the interview process. So I promise it will be entertaining um, whenever you show up and listen. Um, feel free to check below in the description box. There will be a place for you to sign up and connect with me and we can talk about that. We will be talking a lot about telling the truth. Um, so I don't want to shy away from any of the uncomfortable conversations I think need to be had. Men's issues, women's issues, gender issues, whatever's going on in the world. One of my favorite quotes right now, you can check it out on pretty much all of my social media accounts, is the question of what would happen if one woman told the truth about her life. The world would split open. 
when I started telling the truth, and by the truth, I mean, I was always operating integrity and you got an honest, you, you got me as honest as I could come at the time. But when I started telling the truth, like really telling the truth, speaking my truth and speaking the truth and being like, let's talk about that. First, my world fell apart, split open. But, and so that almost felt like a negative, scary thing. And I tell people that like freedom comes at a price, whether it's, you know, working or getting a divorce, which I am from an individual I want so to be divorced from. That is definitely an intention of 2021. Or telling the truth about uncomfortable things like the differences between men and women and the challenges we experience, um, conversations, right? Black Lives Matter. There's so many things we could talk about. When we start telling the truth, the world splits open. And I think when we are living as authentically and transparently as we possibly can, we unconsciously free other people to do the same. And we're going to talk about things like shame. We're going to talk about things like guilt. We're going to talk about codependent relationships. I'm excited. So keep a lookout for me. You're going to hear from me one-on-one -on -one where we can dialogue. Um, you're going to hear from myself and some guests. I've got some guests who have already, we've already pre-recorded some. I've got some more spots if you'd like to be featured. So please feel free to check out the description box below and uh, book a time to chat with me. Go check out our magazine, Create the Purple Magazine. Really, for me, 2021 is going to be about finally stepping into doing things and living the life I would love to actually live. I'm pretty damn close, and I'm really grateful for that. I'm inviting you to come and join me on a journey as I continue to explore my own self and personal development and interview some pretty epic and amazing people along the way. So I hope that you are safe and that you were healthy and that you were well. And we will speak to you very, very soon. Thanks so much for listening in. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, and of course on divasthatcare.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.